You've heard all kinds of sermons. You got to create an upper room. So God can come. No, actually, they were in Jesus's mother's house. They were in Mary's house. And she had an attic, an upper room that was big enough to hold 120 people. Okay, watch this. Pastor, what do you mean 120 people? Because out of the 500 people that Jesus, out of the 500 people that Jesus encountered before he ascended, 50 days, watch this. We say, the, we saw, we say Pentecost. Pentecost only means 50. Means 50 days from the time Jesus resurrected. So 50 days, hear me very carefully, after Jesus resurrected, he what? Ascended. So he gave 500 people instructions to wait on God. They did not know what they were waiting on. They didn't know how it was going to look, how it was going to come, what time. But they were just given the instruction to wait. Out of 500 people, 380 did not show. So this is where you see the 120. Only 120 people said, yo, we saw Jesus. He told us to wait. So they decided to do it. Amongst the 120 people, the 12 disciples were there. In that particular setting, within 10 days they were waiting, they had to replace Judas. Remember what Judas did? Judas betrayed Jesus, but they had to get, they had to recruit someone else. They chose Matthias. So in that particular passage, they recruited, they regrouped while waiting on God. While they were waiting, they were doing one particular thing. They were in prayer. Pastor, what do you mean? What's the relevance of this particular passage of scripture? The first thing I want to offer to you is while you're waiting on God to do something in your life, do not leave, do not, re oh, don't retreat. Uh, just sit somewhere and pray and pray as long as you have to pray uh, until God moves in your life. Uh, many of us are in uh, the precarious situations that we're in because uh, God didn't tell you to say yes. God didn't tell you to relocate. Uh, you got caught up in your emotions. Uh, watch this. We don't know when God is going to move. Uh, I don't know when God is going to heal you. I don't I don't know when God is going to deliver you. I don't know. I don't even know if, but I do know how you are waiting on God to move in your life. Do not apply for another job. Wait on him. Do not date another Negro. Wait on him. Do not take another girl out. Wait on him. Do not. Don't you do it. Just wait. And while you're waiting, what do you do, pastor? You just begin to bless the name of the most high God. Lord, I'm getting anxious, but you are holy. God, I'm frustrated, but you are the most high God. I love you. I trust you. My help cometh from you. That resources are not my source, but my source is the Lord Jesus Christ. High five your neighbor and say, wait on him. So in this theological construct, we understand that they were given, they were there 10 days. Watch this Zion. Look at your neighbor and say, he don't have you waiting all the time. They, 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 it was only 10 days they were waiting there but when you don't know uh, you get anxious uh, watch this uh, I love uh, what the old folks used to say mama you remember this uh, he may not come when you want him uh, but he'll be there right on time uh, oh I know you need it now but if God hadn't done it then that means God is working behind the scenes uh, and when he finally moves uh, on your behalf uh, it'll be right uh, on time uh, lift your hands as high as you can and say hallelujah to the Oh God, I feel this in the Holy Spirit. Watch this, men and women of God. Don't you get married to a man or a woman that don't like to pray. They don't feel the need to pray. Oh, let me tell you why. Let's do some relationship one-on-one. There's going to come a moment in your life where no money, no sex, no networking, no connection can get your family out of the vicissitude that you are in. And the only thing you know how to do is just pray. Well, I don't want to be mad 
married to no woman uh, they're saying no we got to be doing something uh, there's a season where God will shut everything down uh, and the only thing you will be able to do uh, is just lift your hands and say God I need thee oh I need thee uh, every hour <laughs> watch this uh, I want you to I want, while, you're, while you're waiting on God uh, to send you somebody uh, do not omit to look for a man or a woman uh, that considers God to be El Shaddai uh, Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Nisi uh, why because that person understands uh, that when I've done all to do and I can't do anything anymore uh, the last thing I'll do uh, the first thing I'll do uh, the next thing I'll do uh, is get on my knees uh, and invite the power of the Holy Spirit uh, in my house uh, what that look like pastor uh, my husband know how to walk the house and pray over the kids uh, pray over the refrigerator uh, pray over the stove uh, pray over the car uh, pray over us uh, look at somebody and say find you somebody that loves the pray hey. Watch this, Shelby. Oh, watch this. You are a fool if you tell me I'm too spiritual. After 16 months of going through hell and high water, that's the only thing I know to be is spiritual. I don't know what tomorrow holds. So I need me some spiritual friends, Holy Ghost filled friends, that before you do anything, you say, well, the Lord ain't told me that. Look at somebody and say, "Uh uh-uh, the Lord ain't told me that yet. People used to say stuff like this. People used to say, I pray before I put on clothes. And we thought that was the silliest thing. Until 20 years later, we got people that's not Holy Ghost filled that'll come to church in a bathing suit. Well, the Bible say, come as you are. It wasn't talking about clothing. It was talking about the condition of your heart. You should have sense enough to know that this right here is too revealing huh, to be in the house of the Lord. Huh? But you know why you put it on? Huh? Because you ain't come for God. Huh? You came to get a man. Watch this. We didn't know 20 years ago that the internet was coming. It makes sense why mother said, I pray before I put on that clothes. Because now we need the Holy Ghost to tell us, is that appropriate to post? Man, we got to go. You know, I'm just asking. With all that running, shouting, and foaming at the mouth you do at the altar. Nothing told you to take that filter off and take your lips from so from such close proximity of the camera because that's lustful. And you're wondering why people say, the only thing they want me for is sex. Yes! Because when I look at you, that's all I think about. your neighbor and say and suddenly let me be very careful be seated in the presence of the Lord watch this we have to go we have work to do you can sow now look at somebody and say you can start sowing now watch this so so 
120 people were sitting. Here's a question. If a body, a structure, an organism, organization, a church, if you will, is going to be used mightily of God, a church has to go through what I call kingdom prerequisites. That God does not use a church or a person that's divided or divisive. That's what you mean. What I learned just from this particular passage of scripture is that, thank you, is that, watch this, watch this. Suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. We love the fact that God about to do something suddenly. We omit the fact that they were in one place. Okay, watch this. Here's what you're not going to agree with. Because I said this, you may not so. That's fine. God still provides. It is very possible that you are blessed, but you're not prosperous because you won't find a place to sit. Watch this. Every person on the sound of my voice that you are of African-American heritage, you have revelation of the word sit. You and I, watch this, fortunately now, we were not allowed to run through the halls of the grocery store and run through the halls of the restaurant. Our mothers and fathers, they were very aggressive when it came to giving us instructions. I said, what do you mean? Uh, uh, My dad would do things like this. Sit Our other brothers and sisters who shall remain nameless, we go to the Kroger, the Publix, uh, and they allow their children to run all through uh, the aisles and holler. Uh, and some of them go as far as little Becky and little Susan, uh, little John. Uh, uh, mom will say, uh, this is what we're eating for dinner. And I have seen uh, uh, those little uh, young people uh, literally take, uh, snatch the spaghetti out of the, out of the mom's hand and throw it. I don't want this. I want orange slices. And because we are, we are of African-American heritage and we don't come from that, we be wanting to whoop them. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to say, you going to let him do you like that in front of everybody? Watch this. Why did that work for us? Because what they were trying to teach us is discipline. What they were trying to teach us is cooth. What they were trying to teach us is because of your skin color that people are already going to presume or assume that you are wild and undisciplined. They're going to already, oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm trying to prepare you for the real world. I'm trying to teach you how to engage with everybody. When you at your own house, you can run butt naked if you want to. But when you at your 
your job. If you, you I said, they told us, man of God, you got to be better than everybody because of the color of your skin. So watch this. When you omit to sit where God has called you to sit, what you are saying is, I'm gifted, but I don't want to be prepared for wherever God is going to take me. There is something that happens in your marriage when both of y'all join the same church. There's something that happens in your family when you bring your children to church and you say, get under the anointing. There's something that happens when you sit down. Oh, I know you in the club. Come from the club. Go straight to church. Eventually, you ain't going to want the taste of the club no more. Told chase and see that the Lord is good. I come here because I need a word from the Lord to take me to the next level. I come to church to break cycles. The reason that you're suffering from the anxiety and depression is because you pastoring yourself. But there's an anointing on the corporate house that can break the spirit of depression. Break the spirit of the demonic. Come on, lift your hands and say, Lord, show me where to sit. Look at your rebellious neighbor and say, sit down. The anointing will keep your marriage together. The anointing will keep your mind together. The anointing will keep your life together. Say, Lord, help me to sit. Watch this. Watch this. I have people in my church that never tithe before they came here. And I watch them tithe. And they have come to me and said, Pastor, since I've been tithing, I can't explain the stuff that's been happening to me. Your uncle told you not to tie. Why he had alcohol on his breath. Okay, watch this. Let me show you something. Here in this particular passage of scripture, what you see here is the suddenly coming. The thing that God promised them, it started to happen. Watch this. Watch this, Elder Zora. The Bible says that they started to speak in unknown languages, unknown tongues. This is where people think the birthing or the instruction of speaking in tongues is. It is not. This is not, this is not the heavenly language that Paul is referring us and suggesting that we speak in. Why? Because the only thing we see here is supernatural intelligence. Boom! Watch this. Watch this. All of them, specifically the 12 disciples, they were included in the 120. They started speaking in foreign languages that they knew not of. What it means is this. When the suddenly happened, they all start speaking from as if they were from other countries. Supernatural intelligence. Okay. 
So I said, Lord, what does that mean? He said, a church that sits, that invites the power of the Holy Spirit. Those who are sitting will have access in their lives to things that they have not earned or studied. When you, here it is, when you don't go to a church, see, hear me, I don't want you to join my church. I don't want you to join any church, watch this, that does not believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I, I just don't believe in that speaking in tongues. Well, fine. But let me tell you what it gives you access to. Here's a study. A study showed that some scientists put little thingamathangs, sensors, Thank you, Minister Chanel. Around the brain to see what happens when a person, God, I love your word. That see what happens to the brain when a person speaks in their heavenly language. So watch this. They put it to a scanner. And the person that was just praying Lord, I thank you. Lord, I love you. Lord, you're wonderful. Lord, you are God. Lord, help my mama now. Lord, help my cousin. Lord, help my husband pick up his drawers. I've been telling him about six months. They looked at the scanner and nothing shifted in the brain. But they put somebody to the scanner and told them to speak in a heavenly language and they looked at the scanner and they noticed that the frontal lobe where we process information shut down And the reason you don't receive that is because you like to think for yourself. But the reason I'm more powerful than you is because I realize that I'm limited in my intelligence. But when I call on the name of Jesus, when I access an unknown tongue, I have a revelation that I knew not of. I can pass a test when I didn't study. I can know when somebody is trying to sabotage my future. I can recognize when a person don't mean me no good. Lift your hands and say, Lord, give me a heavenly language.